0: Hey, I'm Cat Chaos. And I'm Liz Gomez, also known as Hazy.
1: And you're listening to Scary
0: Scary Encounters Encounters with with Hazy Chaos. Chaos.
1: A podcast where we talk to some of our favorite bands and artists. As
0: they share scary encounters they've experienced and live to tell.
2: Hi, my name is
3: Duke. And I'm Zach Rabbit.
2: And we are from Swine... And you're listening to Scary Encounters with Hazy Chaos.
0: Hey. Hi. Duke or Zach?
3: This is Zach. Hey,
0: Zach. Cat and Liz, how are you?
3: Oh, uh, good. How are you?
0: Good. Hey, Zach.
3: What's up, Liz? We got Duke here as well. Yeah. How's it do? How's it doing? How's it doing? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Duke?
0: How's it
2: going? <laughs> not much. <laughs> How's
0: it doing? <laughs> how are you guys doing?
3: Well, uh, it's, it's a Monday. You know, not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I haven't had my lasagna. It might be...
2: Fuck. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <What? laughs> Lower place
2: today. I've had my lasagna at like Garfield, but I'm doing all right.
0: Oh, then you must be in a bad mood.
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm good right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Good. I'm glad. How are you guys um holding up during all this pandemic shit? Should- you guys staying busy?
3: Well, um yeah. I mean, we kind of slowed down a little bit. I mean, we just finished recording an album, um mm-hmm. so we're kind of in the process of finalizing that. Um,
2: we have a few surprises that we're still working on to release and um just waiting or trying to decide on what artwork and what direction to go to with the album cover but um yeah we've just been me and Zach just been sharing ideas and getting ready for album number two in preparation of releasing this album so
3: yeah we're, we're staying busy you know there's no there is no downtime we just gotta we just keep going
2: you know take advantage of the of the thing that people call time, you know?
1: (laughs) That's really awesome. Do you guys have uh, normally commission someone to do your guys's album art cover or do you guys have someone in the band that normally does it?
2: Well, um, since the band began, I would do like a bunch of like gritty, like artwork, like really inspired by like, uh, I don't know if you know, like that rat Fink artwork of like, Mm -hmm. like Rob Zombie, white zombie ish stuff. Like, I would usually draw out a bunch of crazy, like, stuff and use it for patches, DIY patches and shirts. But as of right now, um, artwork is in the air. Like, I've talked to the artist who does Goosebumps, all the covers and books, and I've talked to uh, Ed Repka. I think he's done, like, a bunch of, like, Megadeth stuff and a bunch of, like, other iconic um, thrash bands. So we're kind of, like...
3: Yeah, we're, in, we're up in the air if we want to go uh that route or if we want to do it ourselves because i mean we did the uh our ep album our work uh with just photography we kind of set up a whole little thing you know TVs, goals and you know uh lighting um, and fog yeah and then we just kind of put our logo right in the middle of it you know mess with some uh some some lighting and filters and whatnot and that's how we got our ep album artwork. work so we're kind of we're, we're we're kind of in the middle between, like like you said, um, you know, doing a commission with with, with other artists, or if we want to do something ourselves, because we're even considering uh, making a whole set design, mm-hmm. uh, like kind of clay, you know, working with clay and clay, uh, clay, claymation almost, yeah, or some some type of uh, like model, like a model city or something. Yeah, so we're not exactly sure which route we're going to go just yet, but. You know we're, we're uh playing around with it
2: because we really just want we what we really want we want someone to walk into a record store and when they see that record like they're gonna be like man that, that looks crazy like it's gonna we want someone to get intrigued to buy it and just like question yeah. it you know instead of being like you know the next trash fan where it's just like someone's face melting and a, a city like all in ruins you know
3: yeah toxic <laughs> waste
0: damn hearing all that i think if you want that kind of reaction, maybe you should do it yourself because your ideas sound really cool. Yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) Thank you.
0: That caught my attention and I haven't even seen it yet.
1: (laughs) I I think you guys would be set either way. I I don't think you can go wrong. Um, I think it's always really great when a band can do their own artwork, but at the same time, collaborations are always amazing, you know, depending who you choose. But um, either way, it sounds like you guys are headed towards the right direction. And um, I just got to say that that album artwork that you guys had for your your last was it an EP or an album?
2: Uh, EP. Yeah. EP.
1: So, I thought that was like some sort of graphic designing. I, I didn't know you guys literally oh. took the picture yourselves and you know edited yeah, it for your album or we EP.
2: we we literally used like a, like a friend gave me like an old TV because I, I I had an idea like to use it and he gave me his old TV that his grandma had and then I just cut out like a stencil font it onto the tv and then just you, we used any, any decor that we found like in the garage or we had like we put um some sage like the, the fog like you see in the pictures like sage, and and of course like you know fog juice and then my ex drummer had a bong so he put the bong in the picture and the skull and, and we just you know just used our imagination from there yeah
0: damn that's pretty cool you guys are very creative yeah, the color palette was awesome.
2: <laughs> Thank you. The purple and the green, like, can't go wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that color palette. It's like, people always say it's kind of Barney-ish, but I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's like dope. I don't know. It's good contrast, you know? It has this, like, spooky vibe to
1: it. I don't yeah. know. Kind of like, yeah. Like Goosebumps. Like Goosebumps. I was just going to say that. Just like Goosebumps. Yes. Yeah,
3: we kind of wanted to go with that and a little more, like, kind of toxic feel as well. Like, waste and just, just, you know, gross and not necessarily, because that's not exactly what it is, but just giving you like that, setting the mood in a sense, you know, like you're sitting on that couch, you're looking at that TV and you're
2: just feeling uncomfortable, like, exactly. I'm trying yeah. to like mes- like give you those senses, you know?
0: We're actually looking at the image right now. So that smoke you said is sage?
2: Yeah, it's, it's half, cool. like we're b- burning mostly sage and we're just like hot boxing it with just fog juice <laughs> and, and that. <laughs>
1: nice. Some of the best vibes. Yeah. Hey, if you
0: plan on doing that again, hit us up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we'll, provide our,
0: we'll provide our smoke. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, that's dope. Hey, but I wanted to ask what inspired your band name? Where did Swine come from?
2: Well, Swine, it kind of goes back to uh, when we first began, like 2014. What I really wanted to name the band in the beginning was Anxiety, and Anxiety, <laughs> I mean, uh, or uh, Panic Attack. But Panic Attack to me sounds like a nothing wrong with the genre but like a pop punk type of band for some reason and anxiety like i don't know because anxiety hits like close to home with me and i know the, the others in the band and i really wanted to go with that name but my drummer i forgot how it came up but i remember my drummer really wanting to call it swine pop and she was a huge fan of uh lady gaga lady gaga and me, I was cool with it. I wasn't going to contest it. So I was like, you know what? Let's see what happens. Because a name of a band could be, you know, it, it could be the whole world to the band, or it could be nothing. It's just the music can take, what's the word? The music can speak for itself uh, better than the name. But uh, as time went on, we, oh wait, let me go back, chase back a little bit. Swine Pop. We came up with Swine Pop. And we were just playing you know backyard shows and any show we can get, and people were just blown away all the time and saying like, "Whoa, I, I saw you guys' name, and you guys are like your guys' sound like does not match," <laughs> and all that stuff. And I would you know use like theatrics and so like you know bust my head open with the mic, but it was just like fake blood and stuff. That's like insane. I was actually hitting myself, I was actually hitting myself in the head with the mic just to like get people like, "Oh shit, it's like real," but. Yeah, it was just theatrics and stuff, and people would always strip out.
1: <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So anxiety, huh? I can totally relate to that. <laughs> I get it every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And based off of your posts, you guys you guys talk a lot about anxiety on there. I see a couple of different posts.
2: Yeah, I'm a huge, like, not advocate, but like I'm a huge, like, person when it comes to that, like, with our fans or with anyone in general, like it's probably the main topic I write in a lot of the songs it's because like, I'm a huge, uh, what's the word?
3: Um, uh, I mean, advocacy is definitely, I, I the would right word. it's a good word. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Um, I'm a hypochondriac. Like I, I, I like not afraid of germs, but like I always fear of getting sick and thinking the worst when I'm sick, like, Oh shit. Like this mole is fucking looking weird to me. Like I would always go to the hospital I'm literally still, like, in depth with, like, hospital bills just because of all the times I went and freaking out. Like, you can even see posts, like, on my Instagram, like, all the times that I've gone. And, you know, the doctors are basically, like, my fucking best friends are always saying, like, oh, you're fine. I'm always getting x-rays, doing this, doing that. I was literally like the fucking giraffe from uh, Madagascar.
1: <laughs> oh, I love the giraffe. <laughs> He's so I got,
0: cute. He's
3: dying over here. Yeah. You and, um, while you're
0: on a podcast, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, don't tell him what to I'm do. I'm just
3: kidding.
1: I hope that's what it is. You know, you you gotta pass that. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm
2: just talking too fast. Oh, but, uh, okay. you're excited. Getting you're all excited. excited. Yeah. yeah. It's
3: all
2: good. <laughs> But um, yeah, just I was going through a hard period of time, like like a few years back, and I would say I'm getting over it now. I'm kind of like winning the you know battle in my head, but it's hereditary. my family and my mom has. Um, anxiety. She she takes she would always take Xanax for it. My grandma had it, and I didn't even know like it was trade, trade, in my family since like like two years ago. When I finally like went to my mom to like, you know what, mom, I feel weird. I feel like I'm going crazy. I feel like I'm always getting sick all the time. I feel like I'm thinking the worst. I'm overthinking, and she's like, you know what, it, I'm gonna tell you. Like I had it. And your grandma had it. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me? I'm always in my room thinking I'm going crazy and just losing my damn mind and. Kind of made me feel better, but you know, with with all this, like I want, I'm probably going over the place. But with all this, I just want to speak about it. Let others know that they're not alone. Let people know in any way if they're feeling societal, feeling like me, you know, and just tell them you're okay. Everything be fine, and you know, stuff that I, you know,
3: I, I would like to hear. You know, that's yeah, that's the thing. Like we we touch on a lot of sub- subjects that like not necessarily taboo, but it's just not things that are being spoken about. You know, so ad- advocacy is definitely, I, I would say, like it right on the nose. I mean, you know, deals with stuff. I deal with stuff. I mean, everyone deals with stuff, mm-hmm. you know, depression, mental illness, you know, dependency on pharmaceuticals, um, you know, uh, addiction. Um, cause, I mean, we've all seen it with family members. uh I mean, even, like, directly, like, our immediate family, we've seen it, you know.
2: My uncle has heroin addiction. My dad used to be addicted. Um, my mom's nephew's in and out of jail. And I talked, I I, I I don't know if you knew, I had this, I have this uh, Revolver magazine little mini doc about um, some stuff in my family. And and it, when you have time, you should watch it. It's pretty, It's pretty cool. But it talks in depth about, like, more stuff about you know my life and all that and um your family yeah and it got to meet the band go for it, which is pretty cool
3: too
1: <laughs> wow so where can we watch this
2: um revolver released it i think about like almost like what almost going to be 2 years about yeah a year and a half um something like that i could send it to you cuz i know it's probably buried in their archive somewhere but yeah. i'll definitely send it to you after the after the podcast it's pretty cool <laughs> and um Another thing too uh, about about that. Um, I also had family that was in the uh, well concentration camps, the Japanese concentration camps they had in World War II. Like my great grandma was a journalist and and writing about her experiences and all that. And it, the whole topic of that uh, revolver thing it tackles like what was going on at the time, like, like heavily with the immigrants being in camps and stuff like that. And um, my friend Angela really wanted to hit right in the nose, like the relation to what was happening in the past and to, to today and how, you know, people today are basically going through that.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. History repeats itself. Yeah. It's scary. Definitely.
1: It really is scary. It's pretty fucking disgusting. Yeah. Actually.
3: Yeah. Right.
0: That's really interesting though. Yeah. For sure. Send us that link. We're really interested in watching that.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: Really cool. Um, wow that was a lot you know what and I'm glad you touched you right about that because a lot of people go through this shit anxiety depression suicidal thoughts and if they don't know somebody who's going through it too they feel like they're alone and thankfully I mean not thankfully but thankfully people are a little bit more outspoken about it nowadays and they like they actually get help and therapy is like kind of um what's the word amazing no it's amazing (laughs) yes but it's um recommended now it's not put down on you know it's like you're not just crazy you just want to get help yeah a lot of people promote it more and promote it as just getting help you're not crazy you just want to talk you just want you know you just want help and i think it's cool that you guys are using your platform for that too yeah,
1: yeah also definitely. with with music um i think what hits harder for me is when people artists musicians they speak about real life topics and something heavy. It's something that makes you feel something, yeah. you know, it's, it's an eye opener as well. So I think it's pretty amazing that you guys are. Yeah. Like Kat said, using your music platform to spread awareness. Yeah. I think it's
0: refreshing
1: because yeah, we have
0: these rappers talking about wops and shit. You know, so it's nice to hear <laughs> That's, hey, that song is fire, though.
3: <laughs> hey, the yeah, beat- There's
0: nothing wrong with Bop. <laughs> there's, not, there's not, but All it's nice it. to see a band that takes their music a little more seriously. You know, it's you know just what, Kat, it's cool. It's balance. <laughs> it's balance, yeah.
3: Duality. <laughs> yeah.
2: We, have a,
0: we have a fan over here, my bad. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No disrespect yeah, to we, her, I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> yeah, we definitely want to use the platform for, like, mental illness and, uh, and not only that, for like the LGBT community and just people in general who who like, you know, are trying to find their place and just trying to find who they are, and give them that that outlet and uh, make sure that people like that are uh, being
3: heard. Yeah, being heard. Yeah, they have a voice. I mean, any minority group or just just people who are being put down in general. The
1: underdog. You know,
3: exactly. So, it, you know, we we touch a lot of subjects uh especially going into the second album uh not saying that we we're going to open up i mean we're definitely going to open up but i mean yeah it's it kind of comes easy you know with with what duke writes and what i write you know because uh, it's all life experiences it's all things that we we see we feel and you know there's not one one word there's not one riff there's not one beat that is fake in our music you know It it everything serves a purpose and we, we feel it, you know, we're not going to write some bullshit just to sell, you know, we're not going to write something, you know, just to make people happy. This is us. This is what we feel. This is what we live every single fucking day, you know? It's your guys'
1: passion for sure.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: And again, it's refreshing because you're not faking the funk just to make a a buck. So Props to you guys. That's awesome. We can't wait to see you guys live again when the world opens
1: up. Yeah, shit. <laughs> now I'm thinking uh I need to get me a shirt because I just love everything oh, yeah? you guys stand up
2: for. Do you guys have merch? Yeah. Um, uh, we have we have uh, our trunk of merch in my closet, just sitting there. <laughs> um, some patches and some shirts from yeah. our last show.
0: Hey, well, give us your Venmo, whatever you know, payment. Yeah. App you have, and we'll send you some money, and you guys can send us some shirts. We'll take some pictures of them and shit, like we support you guys. You know, you guys are our friends. We've never met you, Duke, but but we hopefully we can soon. But um, <laughs> we support you guys. We support what you do, and we really respect what you do too. So we'd love to. Oh yeah. Rock those shirts. Thank you. Out. We
2: appreciate that. I'll yeah, uh, uh, send send um, the shirts to Zach. and He could relay them to you guys.
3: Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out.
2: <laughs>
0: dope, dope. Speaking of Zach, you're um also part of Pigs Radio, correct?
3: Yeah. Sweet. I'm a I'm a co host over there.
0: Dope. We're friends with Mario. Shout out to Mario. But tell us more about yeah. Pigs. T- tell us more about Pigs Radio. Mario Eighty One. <laughs> Mario Eighty
3: One. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know, Pigs Radio is it's uh, a little podcast that we have, uh straight out of Compton. We just celebrated um <laughs> what is it, the tenth year anniversary pig catastrophe. Uh, you know, since since COVID uh you know, COVID COVID, you know, we can't do the annual show. Um, so we kind of sat down you know it was just uh it was you know me guap uh evil noriega jose i don't know if you know jose um and then uh likens i don't know if you know likings then uh, oh yeah 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 luis was there we call him murky <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah we sat down and just went over 10 years of just the evolution of pigs uh you know the good the bad. The ugly, just everything, you know. So, but I mean, pigs P- P- is just a regular podcast. We bring in artists, we bring in bands, we bring in just honestly anyone who's interesting. They sit me down, we we you know interview them. But it's not your regular interview. Half the time, we're just talking shit to each other, you know. We, we bring the bands in, whatever things they want to talk about. We you know, you
2: talk to them as if like you knew them for years. Yeah,
3: it's all friendly banter, but you know, it's <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty crazy, you know, especially with the evolution of of society. It's gotten a little more PC going back to over 10 years ago. There, there were some pretty, pretty bad episodes. Um,
1: they were pretty so, crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we got in... Uh, not me. I've only been with them for about eight months, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but we think it's been kicked out of like a few few different venues. Uh, I can't even think of the names right now. Um,
2: a lot of South Central ones, though, right? Or all over the place. All, with all over Hollywood the place. Stuff.
3: Yeah, like uh, we're cyclone used to be i think it was the seaport marina i think it was called oh uh they got kicked out of there twice um i forgot where else but that yeah pigs 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 get pretty crazy we have like drag shows midget wrestling you know yeah i think i can
1: be a part of both of those
3: (laughs) shit you know that'd be that'd be dope come on board
1: yeah um
3: your guys is
1: (laughs) uh you're so dumb (laughs) Uh, your guys's uh, setup looks amazing. Um, I see y- you guys do it in Compton, right? So I love Correct. your guys' official Pigs Radio table. Oh yeah, your guys's setup. You guys look so professional. Like like I said, I've I've known Mario for quite some time now, and yeah, Pigs yeah, Radio. You already know. Yeah, <laughs> Pigs Radio, <laughs> aka no filter at all. Fuck. Um, yeah. But hilarious. Um, yeah, you guys. I can see the evolution for you guys and. You guys look great. You guys look super legit,
0: dude. Even the little oh, stage you, you guys have—the little stage with the lighting and the fog—and it looks dope. Oh, Fucking it's Mario, so extra. Even
3: better, yeah. Because I mean, everything—all the cameras are at the very least 1080p. Um, I mean, when we do the performances for bands, like they're they're we're getting into the 4Ks now, you know. And we have a roaming camera, oh, shit, um, four different uh, angles. You know, it's it's. It's getting pretty professional. You know, we we've had people from like K Rock and K L O S and um CBS like come down and um they're like damn for you guys being in a fucking garage, this is probably the most professional setup I've seen, you know, outside of a actual production studio.
2: It's like Howard Stern.
3: Yeah. So (laughs) we're we're getting up there. So hey, we're in Compton, but we're fucking putting out some good shit, you know.
0: Dope. Looks can be deceiving.
3: Yeah. That's dope. Don't be scared. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't be
0: scared. Come in. You can come in. <laughs> oh man, that's dope. Man, we're going to have to hit up Mario and and the crew to see if they have any scary encounters. That'd be sick. Oh yeah,
3: that'd be that'd be great.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, Hazy Chaos Pigs Radio Crossover. That'd be fun.
3: Ooh, there it is.
1: Masha.
0: Hell
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> Speaking of,
0: It'll be cool. Who's sharing their first scary encounter with us?
3: Um, I think I can go first. All right. Cool. Um, you know, I was I was listening to some of the past episodes and, you know, um, it kinda got me thinking about all the things that you know, what I've been through and honestly like the darkest time that I've been in was uh like six years ago I actually dated a, a Wiccan. Um you know, that I mean that's something if we do the pigs thing I might be ready to talk about that, but like that's still some things that I, some things that I'm trying to like process, you know. Um I'm not exactly ready to open up about that one, but I got some stuff about even when I was, like, younger. Um, I I mean, for me, like, I, I'm very, I'm, I'm not very spiritual. Uh, I mean, I, I believe in higher higher power and whatnot. Uh, you yeah. know, I, <laughs> I was I was raised Catholic, went to school, like, in a Christian school. Um, I don't necessarily label myself in any one denomination, you know. Religious. I'm just yeah, I'm just religious, I guess. Um, but going being at that Christian school, there was a lot of tales, uh, a lot of stories about about the church itself. Like you know, it was two stories. Um, and in the back, we had like some some rooms that like classes were held. But from there, you can go to the back of the stage where there would be dressing rooms. But a lot of the time, um, you know, everything was dark and no one would be in there. But if you're there was like so many stories of people being alone back there um, and just hearing like laughter or, or, or people talking, it, it, you know, it's, it's just things that can't exactly be explained, you know? Uh,
1: and so uh, what city was this in?
3: This was in Whittier.
1: Whittier. Is that yeah. Right so this by, was
3: like, a, is, that go by, ahead.
1: is that by like Turnbull?
3: Yes. Yeah. It's very close to Turnbull. It's like where this school was was off of like Whittier and Thornton. It was called like Palm. It was called uh, Palmview Christian. It's no, it's no longer school. The church is still there. Um, I don't know what it's called right now, but uh, yeah. So it was the the church was part of the school and whatnot. So we had classes and everything up there. But yeah, there were so many encounters. Like for me, I, I actually had quite a bit as well. So I remember. Uh, I think the. Like not the first time, but one of the biggest ones I uh I went in there into the church because, you know they they had like the best water that the coldest water. So you obviously gotta go <laughs> go over there, you know, take a cool five, ten minute walk, leave class, chill, get your water. Whatever. I would have so, gone straight for the wine. Holy water. <laughs> yeah. I, if I knew where the stash was <laughs> Nah, I was I was straight edge until I was like nineteen, so that wouldn't have I mean hindsight, you know, but whatever. That's all okay. <laughs> Uh, juicy juice. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I turned around after getting water and like the doors were open to the chapel itself. And, you know, mind you, it, it, it's dark. There's no light on. The only thing is that right behind the stage, you have your stained glass, you know, uh, like a lot of churches where they have uh, religious
2: stained glass windows. Stained glass,
3: artwork. like kind of mural ish yeah. type thing. I don't know what they're called. Um, but like, the sun is obviously beaming through it. So that's like the only light that's coming through, you know, that's going like basically right in the middle of the stage. And I just remember staring at it. There was this, this like a figure. It wasn't like a solid figure because like you couldn't really see it. It was just not necessarily a silhouette shadow, kind of a shadow. but there was like, like, like a mist, like a, like a fog, like just, just gray smoke, just straight, you know, going left to right. And it was kind of creating the actual image. Like the fog would go over the, like the body of this, of this being. And that was the only way I was able to see it. Cause like it would travel over, over the body. But there was no face, there was no color, there was nothing. It was just the fog creating this, this, this image. And I remember staring at it and all of a sudden, like, I don't know how long, how much time has passed, but it starts running off the stage. But it's not, like, running as if it was, like, you and I taking, take a, sprinting. It was just, like, spotting. Like, it would take a few steps, and then, like, it would skip, like, a foot or two. Like, as if, like, you're playing a video game, and, like, you, like people are lagging. There's, like, here and there and there. He was spotting, so he was just running off the stage, but not necessarily in one solid movement
0: wow. you know what i mean yeah totally.
3: so it, it was it was just i i i mean even to this day i, I still don't exactly know what it was or, or anything because once it you know got more into the darkness the farther into the darkness it was like the more it disappeared so basically once it got off the stage it was no longer there or at least it wasn't visible to me so I mean, that was definitely, like, some scary shit to see in middle school.
1: How old were
3: you? That was probably seventh grade, so I was 12, I believe.
1: Okay, and did you report it to anyone? Did you, like, try to notify or make anyone aware of the situation?
3: I mean, I told my friends, and then they would give me their stories, but it was nothing like – it was always just they would see something – like small or it was more of the voices and the laughters more than actually seeing something with Georgia. the time. If they did it'd be like small black figure and you know, they weren't exactly able to explain it, you know, or, or trace what it was or go discover what it was, you know? So
2: was that church really old?
3: I don't know. If it, I don't know how old it was. But it's been there for, for a while but like i said there's just been stories and stories so like people have known that there's some something is going on or had uh, gone gone on there well there's you a lot know.
1: that's gone
0: on in that area in general hell yeah turbo oh, canyon yeah. is a trip i've had experiences mm-hmm. there yeah we have it's a trip there dude
3: <laughs> i mean what year you in general like like back in the day it was it was actually kind of dirty like now everyone kind of glorified they're like oh e- old town whittier and blah 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 and there's, like, there's up- gold in them mountains yeah <laughs> uptown whittier is like really nice but like no like in the i think up the the uh uptown village whittier village cinemas or whatever actually used to be like uh a porn theater you know wow. yeah and like really? they were i yeah, I, I'm not sure if it was that one, but like in Uptown, what used to be Main Street, there was a porn theater.
1: So uh, instead of Whittier, where the girls are purer, it's a Whittier where there's a bunch of cochinos. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> so there, there has been some Whittier, Whittier has some sketchy shit. Um, yeah, but even then, like I, I had another encounter at that same church. Um, I was it was I think the following year or like right before high school um you know you ride bikes with your friends all over the place you know explore the city or i mean back then i was into skateboarding and everything so we try to go find spots and skate them um
2: adventures yeah
3: so we were coming from whittier you know going through the residential right there going down sorenson um, and i remember there's like three of us whatever and i was in the back right there on the steps from the street, like steps going up into the church, I just saw like this huge, like kind of stereotypical demon, you know, like I would say the devil himself, but I don't know who the fuck the devil like <laughs> what he looks like, you know, so there's so many different, uh, interpretations. Yeah. Uh,
2: red man, horns.
3: that's the thing. It was <laughs> a big buff red dude with wings, just standing there, you know, just staring at me and the fucking, the ground that he was standing on, was no it was like it was like as if he was kind of like on a cloud like the, the ground that he was standing on wasn't solid even though it was the steps. so it was just like wavy and
2: like was?
3: yeah basically something like that and i just remember staring at him and uh, mind you we're running our bikes we're in the middle of the fucking street i just hear horns like like beep beep and like i almost got hit by a car you know because i'm not even looking i'm just staring at this thing on the steps and I like swerved out of the way and like I turned back and this thing sinks into the ground wow. and, that, and yeah that was it like I, I caught up to my friends like did you see that shit like what are you talking about like nothing was like a like a demon on the steps like no no one saw it I was so mad that no one saw this thing because this thing was like a cool eight feet tall feet. yeah this thing was huge buff and just red like <laughs> what the fuck
1: it sounds like you your, know. your next album cover. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, a
0: big old demon Perfect. on the church steps. That'd be crazy. You well, know yeah. who I picture? So, the devil from Tenacious, Tenacious D. D. Yes. <laughs> 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 fucking Dave Grohl. Isn't that Dave Grohl? That <laughs> yeah, <it> is. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I pictured. That's the first thing I saw.
3: A <laughs> wow. mixture of him and Satan from fucking South Park.
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh my
0: god but yeah
3: so that church has some shit going on yeah it does
0: <laughs> shit but it kind of sounds like you have some type of gift to see it and mm-hmm. to feel it if nobody yeah. else saw it and they were all with you but you're the only one and you said you were straight edge so you weren't on anything you know what I mean like, yeah so
1: it's kind of scary like he was there for you almost Ooh. he was he wanted you to see him, and you were the only one that saw him. So
3: Yeah. Wow. And, he,
1: and he was looking at you, right?
3: Yes. That's Ooh. a trip. That's so scary. I don't, That's, I don't know if that if, I wouldn't say that was, like, the devil. But, or or a know. demon.
0: A demon. Yeah, okay. Well, you, It was
3: something, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, my dad that sounds recently, wild. My dad recently told me he saw – he said the devil, but he explained it the same – or described it the same way you're describing it, huge and – huge horns. And it, it was actually, um, walking into our home. We lived up North in Sanger and it was, it, it was at the door. He heard pounding at the door and he was like, what the hell? Like he didn't know if he was dreaming or not. It was in the middle of the night. He opens the door. Yeah. And it's a big ass like demonic freaking devil. I don't know. And it was so big that you couldn't see its head because it was like, too big you only saw the body so he stood right. back he stood back and the devil like bent down and like you know kneeled into the home like he like had to go sideways because his his horns were so big and um he had a duck yeah he had a duck down because he was so big he had to like get sideways to fit through the doorway and right. my dad just screamed at him get get the fuck out you're not welcomed here and i rebuke you just everything you know and he, I guess, the devil just laughed. What did Susie know?
1: call it? Use uh, ghetto crosses. Oh
0: yeah. We don't know if you guys heard the <laughs> recent episode with Susie Moon, but she saw demonic stuff too, and she said she would use, um, she would make quote unquote ghetto crosses with her fingers, <laughs> but never. <laughs> She's so funny, but um, but yeah. It if it works, trip. it works. If it works, it works. She tried everything. It's it, that one's a trip. If that you guys, was a, that was a fun episode. Yeah, it was fun. Actually, your shadow, um, figure you saw in the church. It reminded me of hers, too. Remember the cloaked figure she saw? Yeah.
1: Oh, that was creepy.
0: That was a trip. She saw a cloaked figure in the in the corner of her room, and it was just, like, hovering towards her real slowly but surely, and just with glowing red eyes. She. It was just a trip. Her, her story was a trip. But that reminded me of her, too. Crazy.
1: Oh, I actually oh. have a question. So a lot of your – well, both of your scary encounters happened at that church. Uh, have you ever experienced anything outside of the church?
3: Oh, yeah. So – <clears throat> um, I mean, it's something similar to that corner of the room story uh, you know I, I I have family up north as well like Stockton area. Um, so you know every Thanksgiving you know we would go to my uncle's house because that was just a family house. and so we would stay in one of my cousin's rooms like they would give up a room and uh, I think I was like seven or eight at the time. Yes yeah, we, we stayed in, in my, my cousin Katrina's room, and uh, you know, my mom and my sister had the bed, and I just remember I was on the ground, whatever sleeping bag, pillows, blanket, and I was up at like two, three o'clock in the morning, like in the top corner of the room. There was like this shadow, the shadow just kind of like hanging up, you know, arms out, like holding itself up, you know, just staring at me. And what freaked me out the most about it was there was a poster behind it and I don't know what it was, whatever it was, it would have been a person or something, whatever it was, that poster gave this, this thing of face, And it just was just <clears throat> stand, sitting, I don't know, sitting in the corner in the top corner of the room, just staring at me, it scared the shit out of me. And it w- it had been like a few years ago. My, 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 uh, my deals came down with, with, that cousin my cousin Katrina mind you I'm at this point I'm like 20 I was like 22 at the time and she's in her late 30s and we were up at one night just drinking and I told her that story and she's like you know what like I remember seeing that too it was always there and I put that poster up so that it wasn't as scary to me oh so yeah so she confirmed that, you know, I was just like, you like, you, you, you made it worse with that poster. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: What was the poster?
3: <laughs> I don't remember. Like, mind you, I was like eight. So let's say, how long ago was that? Uh, 100 years ago. 17 years ago. So 2003, early 2000s. 2000, so what, Britney Spears. I was
0: just going to say. You know, you know
3: in he... <laughs> Yeah. Red that's funny. Here. Stupid like that. Yeah. I was just say the same thing right now. Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. Dang, yeah,
0: that, dude, that reminds me of the movie Insidious. Remember when the Ugh. the Kukui is crazy. up in the in the corner, and all you see is like the face. Remember the, that the red face? Yeah, yeah. dude, yeah. that was yeah. a trip. That's what that reminded me of. Oof, have you guys yeah. seen that one?
2: Yeah, I actually love the Insidious franchise. <laughs> in of you.
0: dude. Oh it's a gosh. trip.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah. So that was that was probably my earliest one. Like, I mean, I've, I've had like, sleep paralysis and, um, you know, things floating over me. And, um, you know, like I said, like I, I dated a a Wiccan for, you know, a short period of time. And that was definitely my darkest time. So must
0: have happened because you don't want to talk about that, huh?
3: That, yeah, I, I, I definitely saw and felt some things and talked to certain things. And, uh, it was, uh, you know so certain things involving cells may have been done you know uh and which may later have been broken um which is not a good thing but it was not done on my end so uh
1: man i can't wait to hear yeah. more about that
3: yeah <laughs> Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe, uh, season three of Hazy Chaos, Dead Encounters, I'll, I'll talk about Witchy Encounters. <laughs> yeah.
0: You tease. Yeah. I know, I'm all... I, um,
3: <laughs> I, I actually wrote a song about that with my original, my original band back, like, five years ago. Um,
1: That's one kind a topic. That's awesome.
3: Yeah, it's, it definitely, it talks about that experience. doesn't go quite into detail, but, like, you know, it it influenced it. You know. Uh,
1: yeah, I get it. I I have some scary encounters that I am not quite ready to talk about either. Hopefully, maybe in the future. But um, it was some personal stuff. I was going through some shit as well. And no, I totally know where you're coming from. And I hear you talking about it. And I'm like, oh, you make me want to talk about what happened to me. But yeah, I'm just not ready yet.
0: Yeah, it's all about being comfortable and being ready, cause we don't want to force anybody, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'll force Liz Mm -hmm. later to tell me, but you're not here.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, even with you saying that, like me wanting to talk about it is making you want to talk about it, but just people being comfortable enough to explain one gives you the courage to do yours, you know, and just, there's a, there's a a thing with being vulnerable with people, you know, you get, you, you learn so much about a person, you know, Mm -hmm. there's that like trust and whatnot. And it's, all positive things that I, I think comes just from telling these life life experience. Uh, personally, I think you
2: could read uh, someone's aura just by like how they um, open up to you and just how vulnerable vulnerable they can be around you. Like that's what I really appreciate people. You know, if you could open up, like yeah. just by me being myself, you know, makes me feel like a connection.
0: Seriously, yeah, we. Really appreciate anyone who's willing to come on this because you know, it's not, of course, you're just talking to us right now, but this is going to air and everybody's going to hear it. And it, we just have a lot of respect and you know, we admire your courage because it takes a lot sometimes. Zach doesn't even want to talk about it, you know, like, and it's understandable for sure. I mean,
3: because there's, you know, it, it was definitely a crazy time, crazy time in my life that I've seen about things that people deny, people don't even like think exist. people aren't even open up or they're not open enough to to experience it you know and it's just yeah i I don't know it's not necessarily like i I don't know there's a lot of things to process with it but there's also the the part of people i guess belittling you for opening up about certain things and why waste my time you know
0: for sure no i get it it sucks but we totally get it
3: yeah, so it's a good thing you guys are here so we can talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> just
0: come over. We'll have some beers and it'll just be the four of us and we'll talk about it. How about that?
3: Hey, <laughs> sounds good. Four of us and recorders.
0: There you go. <laughs> Off the record. <laughs> Off the record. Nobody gets to hear it.
3: Yeah. Okay, I'm down for that. <laughs>
0: All right, down. <laughs> shit. One of, one, of
3: one of these things takes me away and then you guys get to have your unreleased episodes. I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh my I'll
0: bring
3: goodness. the Jack and Coke.
1: Hey, super down.
3: Far one out for me.
1: There we go. <laughs> Bring some whiskey as an offering. Yeah.
0: To the, the oh. spirits around us. Dude, oh. <laughs> dude, actually, real quick, we were talking to um our friend Jeff of Crude Dink in, I believe, episode two, mm-hmm. and he was saying that his mom was a white witch, or is a white witch, and, you know, every Halloween, she does a, a ritual where she offers, what was it? Whiskey, whiskey and bread. Whiskey and bread to the... So the energies of spirits. Energies of the earth or something. Yeah. I'm like, damn, let me get over there. Huh. Shit. <laughs> I'll be a part of that ritual. That's crazy. Dude, so thanks for sharing. Do you have any more, Zach? Or moving on to uh
3: um, I mean you know, I mean if we're if I could get you guys in pigs, I mean I'm sure we could I, I could, you know, pull out a few more.
0: Dope. But
3: yeah. so I, I'll I'll save that for next time.
0: Okay. For sure. We're down. So Duke, what do you got for us?
3: Oh
2: man, I have I was making a list um, when Zach was talking because I didn't want to forget, because usually when I talk, I get like so jittery or like I stumble my words and stuff, so I was like making a list and oh. checking his place, <laughs> and going to be with Nadia nice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and nice. Yeah, and I have a few. I have a like, UFO story. I have two weird um, death stories, it's like some weird occurrences that happen after some family's death. And I have um, two ghost stories as well with that so we're ready you're ready. <laughs> we're so
1: ready when you are i got my water i um, got my popcorn let's do this
2: <laughs> i'm gonna go with the i'm gonna start with the passing of the two family members that i've had probably like years back one kind of recently um a while back my mom's sister uh, passed away my aunt i didn't really know her too well but i knew her enough to you know um what's the word like I wasn't really close. Yeah, I guess I wasn't really close and I didn't really have a connection, but, um, she had type two diabetes and she, you know, she would drink Coke, eat candy, and she didn't really listen to the doctors and it got really, really, really bad. And she fell into a coma and, um, basically she couldn't get out of it. And the whole family had to decide, um, to, uh, either pull the plug or to just keep keep her alive and so i think like a month or two passed and they all decided like she's you know she's not waking up and they made the, the you know the sad uh, decision and it was the day of the passing it was me my mom my niece gigi and i believe my little sister and um the day of her passing, uh, it, it was like in the around summertime. I don't remember the exact day, but I remember being in the summer. And my mom was just crying like, like, for like, like almost like the weeks till her death, she was crying, bawling. And I was being there for her, making sure she had everything she needed, making sure she had a shoulder to cry on. Cause this was like two, I think a little after my mom and dad separated. So it was really hard. And um, I was just always being there for her and making sure she was all right. And, Weirdly, we, I was in, we, me and my mom were in the kitchen and we hear this like loud crack and like, when this glass falls to the floor. And I get up to go see what it is and I go through the hallway and I go into the, the first room to the left. And on the wall of the room was this big portrait we had of Virgin Mary with, it was, it was a glass frame, nice frame. And that whole thing just shattered and crumbled and fell to the floor. And we were like, well, what the hell? Like no one was in here. Like who was in here? I told, you know, my niece, Gigi, like, were you in here? She's like, no, no one was in there. And I went to my little sister's room. I asked her, asked everyone if anyone was in there and just appalled me. And I went back to my mom, told her what happened. She's like, oh, that's weird. And this and that and that. Just make sure you clean the glass or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And Right there and then, she gets a phone call from my um, my sister at the hospital, and my aunt passed away right there and then. Like she said, like she she's gone, and my mom fell back into uh, a burst of crying, and I it was it was like damn, like it's hard to he- hear your mom cry, and it tore me to pieces just listening to it. And I, I'll admit, I, I was bawling my eyes out, too, just hugging her. And she told me, Matthew, please, can you give me something to drink? Yeah, yeah, I'll go uh, right on. Here. I'll go get it. I go to my room, and I always have this, like, little stash of, like, candies and a few sodas. Just because, like, every time I have something, I put it in the fridge. My sisters always jack me. So, on the side of my bed, I had, like, this little snack, little, like, secret area. And I had a ginger ale. And a Coke right there, bottle Coke, one of those like big like taco truck ones. And you know, I was like, No, nah, my mom's not gonna want ginger ale, that's it's hot, it's not gonna taste good. And so I, I grabbed the Coke bottle and I run back, I open it, I'm like, Here. And she starts crying again, super loud, like, Matthew, like, oh you know, I'm like, What, what, what happened? Are you okay? And she's like, and she's like, you know, she, she said she you, you, you're like, you know, loved Coke, and that's the only drink she would drink. She, she hated Pepsi with a passion. And she just you know, it's just weird that I, I picked that over the ginger ale, which is another weird thing when I'm gonna go into this next part. My niece came in, at the time, I guess this time, she was like four. And for some reason, she would always, not for some reason, but she, she liked drawing. I always encouraged her to draw. Like in you know, let her her artistic you know like outlet, and she was drawing in the front room, and she came to my mom, and she's like, "Oh, um, Grandma, I drew this for you, like to make you feel better," and she puts a drawing in front of my mom. It's a gingerbread man, and this was like around like probably like June and July, and she, you know, not not Christmas or anything. She drew her a gingerbread man. My mom starts crying again, and she's like, "Oh, Gigi, I'm missing this and that." Matthew, look what she gave me, and it's a gingerbread man i'm like what what do do you mean like what's a gingerbread man she's like like my mom and and my aunt were both like you know in a gang back in the day and they called her ginger and she was just like putting all this together and just like feeling like as it like this is a sign of comfort or something you know my aunt trying to tell her something because she took it hard because i think the decision fell on my mom to kind of you know like uh you know, make, make, the decision. make the decision. I don't like saying pull the plug because it sounds like too dark. But um, it was on my mom, and she just wanted any type of sign uh, to know if it's okay, if she if she'd made the right decision. And she just like clutched the drawing in her in her you know in her chest, and she drank the coke, and then she was gonna write it down. Like the weird occurrences are happening. So she's like, "Man, go get a pen." And. My family's weird. For some reason, we had a bowl on top of the fridge with a bunch of like knickknacks and pins and stuff like that. And I'm reaching into the top and I grab this little thin thing that I think is a pin. Like I feel like a straight, you know, straight like line. I grab it and I pick it out. It's a fucking gingerbread man uh, cutter. And my mom turns around and and she's just laughing at this point. Like the tears stopped and she's like, oh my God. Like I think, you know, this is, this is your aunt talking to me and telling her like, telling me it's okay and yeah it was it was it was crazy like that whole house even before we moved in like we had a feeling like the owners maybe there even if, like if going to another story like the visceral fast like there was a lot of feng shui type of things in the house there, like, there was a lot of mirrors in this house and for some reason there's a crystal hanging in the middle of the hallway that me and my mom always questioned and we felt like there was like a strong spirit presence in there and It was, it's
0: crazy. Wow. Wow. I love things like that. Oh my gosh. I've had a lot of death in my family as well. And we've experienced little things like that too. And it's just so comforting sometimes at first it's like, Oh my God. But then once it keeps happening, it's like, all right, I see you. Thank you. You know, like sometimes you just need that comfort. So, yeah,
1: I kind of want to bring this up real quick and we can edit this part out if you'd like, but quick question. I don't know if you wanted to mention. (laughs) what. so you recently purchased a little was it a, a little Oh my plant? gosh,
0: yes. This okay. is actually super recent. Um, I'll be quick. My my nephew passed away in nineteen ninety eight in a car accident. He was eight years old. And um hey. um we were only a year apart. He was my nephew, I was his aunt, but we were more like brother and sister. He was my best friend and he was all I had. I was an only child, so um when he passed away it was really difficult for me. I had a experience you know I had to understand how to deal with death at such a young age so I it's just kind of I guess it's not easy for me but I just I'm familiar with it and um every year October through December is a very difficult time for my family and I because his birthday is on October 6th and then he passed away a month later on November 7th and then of course Christmas is family time and he's always missing so it's always really tough so this year um all my family lives up north in Fresno, so I'm, you know, we usually keep in touch on these days because it's really important and we all have a really difficult time. And Liz and I went to the store. It was a couple days before. It was just a couple days ago,
1: huh? Uh, was it that Friday before? No,
0: no, no, Thursday. It was literally just a couple days ago because he passed on the 7th. We went to to the store on, a, like, the 5th or something. It was well after halloween we're preparing
1: for her family to come by so we're you know buying all of our groceries making sure we have you know all the right snacks and yeah so i'm looking
0: around and i kind of just glance over and i see like a couple little halloween things left over from halloween you know and i look Mm -hmm. and i'm like what and i look and there's one little um planter with a little succulent in it and it and dracula was holding the succulent it was like a ceramic (laughs) a ceramic planter And I was like, oh my, right? And I thought, my heart just sunk. I was like, oh my God. And it was the only one, mind you. The other ones were Frankenstein and a mummy and stuff like that. The only Dracula. And I kind of got all teary-eyed and I thought, I'm taking this. I don't care how much it is. I need to take it. This is a sign. Because every single year for Halloween, he wanted to dress up as Dracula, no matter what. Mom, I want to be Dracula this this year. Okay, Ricky, you were that last year. What do you want to be? oh i want to be dracula again like he always wanted to be dracula and it was always the same little outfit with the red vest and um you know the little black coat and the white face It's just the typical dracula and um the little fangs you know painted on yeah it. that's little
2: ex- like the classic dracula
0: exactly with the little widow's peak and shit you know and that's mm-hmm. exactly what this little planter looked like it had a red vest and a little black coat and the little fangs and the widow's peak it was exactly him and I actually I bought it and I showed my family and we all just start crying over the phone like oh my god it was so him because I we all need this comfort here he is showing up again he always shows up every year just to to give us that comfort because we need it and I put a picture of the planter and of him side by side oh my god I'll show you guys I'll post it it's crazy I mean it is wow it's insane how identical it is right Liz yeah it's pretty
1: awesome and we should post it for everybody yeah we
0: should it's it was really special I have it here and I might repaint it make it you know cute and stuff and more detailed but so I totally understand where you're coming from Duke like little things like that it's so comforting at first it's like oh my god it's kind of not scary but you know it's shocking it's shocking but it's very comforting and I'm glad your mom found that comfort in that because I think she needed it big time I think it's really cool
1: that you guys are still kind of communicating with your loved ones. I think I think
3: it's yeah. very beautiful. Yeah,
2: there's times too where like we hear things in the house or like have some weird occurrences. We always like speak up because we have my, I have my grandpa's ashes downstairs near the fireplace. And sometimes we think that's him. Like when we hear footsteps or something like move around in the house, we always say, oh, if that's you grandpa, you know, we're, we're here. You can say hi to us and stuff like that. So my mom and like my family always acknowledge like any like spiritual presence whenever we can.
0: That's good. That's good cuz they sometimes they just want to be known. They're I'm here. Hey, you know, and if you just say hello and and if it's not, you'll know when it's a negative energy or something, you know, like it's you can feel a total different energy change for
1: sure. Oh, totally.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: It's a yeah. different kind of chill. <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, um that's the first story um that I have about um my aunt passing. The other one is uh an uncle of mine that passed in a car crash um i knew him like i would say like 50 percent like not all the way through because i really didn't see him all the time but uh it was new year's eve and i was working at Vance at the time it went the hills and um i had to work that day unfortunately like i didn't get to go out really um but I was working, I got out semi-early because the manager's being kind of cool, and um, my girlfriend comes to picks me up, and right as I'm waiting, like right there in the front, I get a phone call, and my mom tells me, crying, you know, your, your uncle passed away, and you know, there a car crash, the car hit on the river, and that." And I start crying, and then my uh, my girlfriend tells me what happened, what happened, and I told her what happened, and... I tell her if you, if you could take me home because I think everyone's gonna go to the site of the crash or whatever. And um, she takes me home, and my parents and I we all go to the, the crash. I think it was like in Southgate if I remember off like this free, off the freeway exit. I don't remember where. Um, yeah, five. It was near on uh, Plaza Mexico. Oh, that's uh, the one hundred five in Long Long Beach. Yeah, it was somewhere around there. Cause I remember passing that, and. Um, we got off my aunt and my family are are already there and um you know everyone's in tears and just you can just feel this you know just the sadness in the air and um we parked the cars and we walked to where we were walking to where we think it is and when we get there we just see a bunch of glass everywhere we see skid like this big huge skid mark on the ground like like if the car like i think when he got hit the car like kept rolling and was just stuck going in a circle because it looked like a huge burnout, like just going in a circle. And I think someone had to stop the car. And um, we got there, um, my my cousin bought like 20 of the Catholic uh, candles. And I, I think they were like, um, some of them were the Virgin Mary, some of them were the one of God, I think like looking up with like that beam of light hitting his face. And then the other one, I think it was like Michael, and, uh, I think slaying the devil, if I remember. And I think they had some of those, uh, Santa Muerte ones. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was like a good, like probably like 25 candles and all of them were like lighting them. And my other cousin was saying, how Marys, And, um, as we we're doing that, my, cause my aunt's phone just drained her battery drains and you just hear like doo 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 and the power off noise and then she's like oh it's weird my phone went off and then we're all looking at her and she's like turning it back on and then as she turns it back on she gets a message from my cousin that got the candles that she was saying she's on her way and it didn't send all the way through and then right there the candles all the candles just explode like probably only like two or three are left lit and then as she's opens the message after getting scared all of us got scared from the candles it says i'm here and that was the message my cousin sent that didn't deliver and we just think that it's weird that you know that message just went through at that time and drained her battery and then all that energy from the battery you know my uncle probably manifested himself and wanted my aunt to see that and we were just all shocked. And my aunt was just crying. And she's very, like, su- not superstitious, but very, like, I guess a non-believer of ghosts. And I know that kind of rattled, like, rattled her just because, like, you know, like, with all that going on, just I know any non-believer would just kind of become a believer at that point.
0: Yeah, they literally exploded. That's crazy. Yeah,
2: like, the candles, glass, right? like, yeah, glass, like, flew like, probably, like, I remember a piece hitting me in the chest and then, you know, oh. the rest, like, hitting my shoe and stuff. It was strong.
1: <laughs> and you said there was uh, three candles left lit on, right?
2: Yeah. Do you yeah. remember
1: what uh, what they were?
2: Two of them, if I remember. I think there was, like, the two Virgin Mary's and only one um, Santa Marta one.
0: Wow. wow. That's so scary.
2: Yeah, it was, it was a trip. That was, and, de- um, that was
0: definitely him. That's not a coincidence. Come on. I know.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then after that, um, there's a cousin of ours. And I, I've heard and read that, like, people who are usually, like, people who are innocent or, like, like, impaired in some way are always the ones that are, like, susceptible to energy, if I'm right. And um, my cousin who, he, like, his whole teenage year, he abused like acid and a bunch of like other drugs. And after we're as we we're leaving, his phone started acting up. And oh, yeah, have you heard that song by the Notations? Um, I'm still here.
0: I don't think so. Sing it. Yeah, um, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, it,
2: it's basically it's a, it's a kind of a bad recording. It's like I'm still here, bump after making you so blue now baby i just can't get you out of my head he always used to play on the radio a lot and that song started playing and that was like one of his that was one of his favorite songs and we were all just blown away from that and yeah that was the last occurrence
1: (laughs) that was perfect timing no way that was a coincidence yeah
2: Yeah,
0: my um my sister experiences that every year as well my um, nephew's mom um on his birthday and on you know the anniversary of his death she always hears a few of his favorite songs on those days and these songs are like older songs like from the 90s obviously because he passed away in 98 and they don't play on the radio anymore you know what i mean and and yeah. she hears them every year and she's like oh my god it gets her every it happens all the time but it gets her every time so i truly believe it sounds silly maybe to non believers but they'll show up when you when when you need them most or when you feel need comfort they'll show up and they'll give it to you for sure
2: yeah. it's crazy yeah um it's
1: bittersweet
0: yeah
2: we should yeah I always trip out like i have like I could go on. Like, honestly, like I could probably give you guys like, (laughs) like 10 episodes full of material. Like,
0: Hey, we could do a part two. We could do a part two eventually.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm down. Um, I have like so many ghost encounters and wishing I had some footage that I had in the past and even like photos. But, um, the other person who would always, you know what? No, no, no. I'll save that one for last. That one's pretty good. Um, Okay, have you heard of the Money Vista Hotel in um, Flagstaff, no Arizona? Yeah. Okay. Um, last year, or was this is that late earlier this year, I guess earlier before the pandemic happened, me and my girlfriend went on a road trip to the Grand Canyon, to Flagstaff, and um, we we wanted to stay at this haunted hotel that we would always see on Ghost Adventures or Ghost Hunters. So we're like, oh, let's go to the Money Vista. Let's book it. Let's book a room there. I'm like, okay, I'm down. So after the Grand Canyon, we make our way to Flagstaff, and um, we get there, and it's this cool, like old-looking hotel, probably from like the 1900s, like at least a hundred years old. The whole town, and um, we get go- we get there. It's just old-school looking, like um, check-in area, and the elevator was just like literally like three-person elevator. Where like only you, and maybe the like the bellhop and you know your other the per- other person in your party could fit it was like tight squeezing mm-hmm. so we got there we unpacked we went up we went up to the third floor where our room was and um we got the freddie mercury room and all the rooms in the hotel i guess a lot of celebrities like staying there like one like the room across from us john wayne to stay there and then the uh, the farther room down the hall was um what was a dude's name from Gone with the Wind? Um, I always forget that dude's name. But anyway, it was the it was famous dude from Gone with the Wind and some other, you know, 1940s silver screen actors. And um, we unpack, we get into the room, and it's old school. Like, there's a little, like, old heater in the corner. The windows are, like, like single plane, or pane, I mean. And just the bed. A little table and one TV and a cute little restroom. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're unpacking, we're just chilling out and we're just planning, like, okay, what, do you, what should we do later? And stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, let's just go eat at this Thai restaurant down the street. You can walk there. It's supposed to snow tonight, so let's go before it snows. And uh, we go eat. Long story short, I end up getting, I end up drinking white wine and eating something that did not mix well with the wine. And I'm allergic to alcohol, so I got super fucked up like off of one glass.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
2: Yeah. I, that's I like eating... the worst
1: allergy ever. <laughs> I'd be yeah, so pissed. I was,
2: I was eating like this uh, skillet bowl with like chopped up like Thai beef, and vegetables, and it had an uh, egg and you basically stir it and the egg cooks in it. So I think that's what kind of messed me up. I remember eating it. I drank the white wine and my stomach just starts bubbling and I walk, I go, I go babe. I have to go to the restroom. I'm sorry. I'll be back. Here's the wallet, pay for the food. And I'm in there and it's this tiny ass restroom and I'm sweating. I'm feeling sick. And <laughs> man, it was, it was hell. And my girlfriend texts me. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'll be out. And we just head back to the hotel. She's like, do you want to go to the bar? I'm like, no, not right now. I don't think a Jack and Coke is going to make me feel better right now. And, um, we go chill up in the room for a while so I feel better. And I have to go to the restroom again. <laughs> I'm in the restroom, just sitting there with the door cracked open a little bit, talking to my girlfriend. And um, I feel, I remember just like feeling super cold in there. And I tell her, I'm like, babe, you feel sweat cold? Sweat? No, no, it wasn't a cold sweat because I was kind of feeling better a little bit. And I just like started getting chills over my arm and my back. And I was telling my girlfriend like, hey, do you feel um, cold on the bed? Do you feel a cold spot? And she's like, she gets really scared easily of like ghosts or any type of thing like this. She's like, stop, you're scaring me. I'm like, no, I'm being Mm -hmm. serious. Just like, do you feel anything? She's like, no. I'm like, oh, it's weird. It feels really fucking cold in here. And then as I'm talking to her, looking out the door a little bit, the fucking shower curtain just like pull, pull open. And like, man it scared the crap out of me not literally but
3: <laughs> <laughs> <almost>. <laughs> oh but i
2: remember God. just like like wiping as fast as i could and jumping <laughs> out and pulling up my fucking pants and she's like what what i'm like did you fucking hear that and she's like yeah did you move anything I'm like no the fucking shark is just like wished open and she we she gets up she walks in there and she looks around and just yeah that, that was like the Holy closest shit. like I ever got to something like that. That's so fucked thing that
1: ghost y- was like y- totally y- messing with you. He's like, I'm he's getting such a
0: lot.
2: Freaking
3: Freddie, Mercury, probably. Oh,
1: Freddie! That's
0: right. That's crazy. <laughs>
3: you 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 didn't you didn't wash your hands or what? <laughs> oh, well, I, I did after.
1: <laughs>
0: and
2: that's when COVID started.
1: I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept picturing the priest from a scary movie too.
0: Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> with, with all the
1: flies yeah
2: <laughs> basically man it was it was a, 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 a definitely a moment to remember
0: <laughs> oh my god did you guys how long did you stay in the room
2: um all night but we stepped the light on because we both <laughs> we both felt like very not uncomfortable but we felt like something was in there watching us Dang. like i couldn't like i was i was on and off sleeping the whole entire night and then we both wake like so-called like wake up, and we're like we were just laying there, and I remember like being there and telling her like, "Hey, babe," it's like, "Yeah," I'm like, "You didn't sleep, huh?" I'm like, "No." <laughs>
0: wow, man, I went, I would have went to bed listening to Queen. Maybe that would make him feel better. <laughs> I'm a fan. I'm you a know, fan. Don't, don't mess, mess with, with me. <laughs> me. Yeah, <laughs> let me Just let me shit in peace, bro.
3: <laughs> yeah, mama. Yeah. <laughs> wow
0: (laughs) wow we should start a band
3: (laughs) (laughs) are you guys playing oh no oh
0: my gosh that's crazy you have one more right
2: yeah the the last one um was my grandpa Uh, my mom's dad um he had several occurrences um at our old house that we used to to live on osborne right near Roland elementary school and uh I would take care of him. I would always like, cook him breakfast before I went to school. Uh, made sure that his his Western channel was on. Make sure he's watching the Cowboy movies. like watching, and um, he would sometimes uh, want to go in the backyard because we had this. We had these two really old orange trees. So I guess when Kobe used to grow, like orange, you know, it was like orange grove basically. Mm-hmm. Oh. And um, he would he would always go back there and just sit on this little wooden bench and peel oranges, just eat and just, you know, just chill back there. with was a little uh, battery radio and listen to, like, you know, baseball or anything. And, um, I would get out of school. I would walk home. And the first thing I would do is walk to the backyard. And I'd see him there. He'd be like, hey, Mijo, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good, Grandpa. How are you? He's like, I'm doing good. Um, did you just get home? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Why? was why, why, why? What's up? Did you get your sister here? I'm like, no, she's, she does not get out till like, three o'clock at Treywick He's like, is your other little sister? Here? I'm like, no, she's still in school. The bus doesn't drop her off to like three 30. And she's like, and he's like, Oh, I'm like, why, 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 what happened? He's like, well, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I, there's this little kid back here a little, like a while ago and he was throwing rocks at me and, and laughing and hiding behind the trees. And I thought it was your sister messing with me. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, he like, it was just like little, this little boy or whatever. I'm like, and I would tell him like, do you know how he looked? He's like, no, I could just see like a faint shadow like moving around. And um, he had, at the time he had cataracts. So I, w- I was kind of like iffy, like maybe he just saw something else, but he was very descriptive of like, everything that he would see. And then when I would walk him to the room, um. I would then go to the kitchen, make some food and stuff. And there's times where he would wake up from naps, and he would tell me like, "Oh, there, I, I saw someone looking at me from the edge of the bed." And I'm like, "What do you want?" Like yeah, he would t- he would yell at them too. I remember there were times when I, I was in my other room, I'd hear my grandpa yelling like, "Get out of here! Leave me alone!" Like, and talk back to the spirits like, "You're not welcome here" and stuff like that. And I would run to the other run to the other rooms. that you okay? And like, yeah. I keep seeing this little kid like pulling my feet or hitting my leg, and I'd tell my mom about it. And we'd both like this trip out. And um, he's had millions of stories too when he was attacked because he would do like his taxi route in East East LA and near Evergreen Cemetery. And he would always tell me my mom ghost stories of him walking around and seeing this. Like, he picked up this lady once when he was doing a affair, and he like kid you not, he like she he talked to the lady and then when he got to the destination, like she disappeared. So that's another story. Mm. But um yeah my grandpa was like he saw like a lot of ghosts and had a lot of lot of encounters that he like always tell us about. And it always tripped you know, me and my mom out all the time. And definitely that house that we stay in on Osborne was haunted because we that house was like built I think in like I want to say the forties one of those uh, really old, like, uh, modeled houses that are built off of the, what are they call Built off the ground house.
3: hmm You know,
2: you could, like, easily pick up the house and move it somewhere else.
3: Oh, um, um, I, can, I don't know what it's called right now, but, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You put it on the truck and shit.
2: Yeah, is, so wow. that's what we knew it was really old. It looked like an old, like, pioneer house and just had a lot of issues. But uh, we always thought that maybe, like, whoever lived there oh shit what the fuck I just realized
3: wow whatever the
2: the neighbors that we used to have they had a they had a I don't know if it was a son or a daughter but the daughter passed away like when I was small and going into the years where my grandpa was living with us wow holy shit that kind of maybe explains it or unless it's an older fucking spirit but yeah, our neighbors that we didn't really talk to. Um, one of their kids like passed away like out of nowhere, and I remember my parents talking about it, but not really much in detail. So shit, well,
0: oh, shit. So mine. Oh, it's just hitting me. <laughs> Down. Freaking
2: mind, whatever. It's, like freaking mind explosion or whatever. <laughs> mind,
0: <laughs> mind blown. Mind, fuck, shit. mind blown mind explosion <laughs> <laughs> I like God, that damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy shit dude wow I, I yeah just, I, I think I truly believe that you know wherever um like where that little girl passed her spirit is still around there throwing rocks at your grandpa I guess like I don't know <laughs> it's just crazy
2: yeah that's, it was, that's pretty it was nuts yeah it was it was crazy to hear him like scream at the at the ghosts and all that stuff he always told me like if you know don't show that you're afraid because you show that you're afraid they're just gonna make their presence even stronger and mess with you even more so whenever you do me home if you encounter stuff like that just yell at them and say you're not welcome here and then get holy water and stuff and i'm like yeah
1: well wow, So you <laughs> do that <laughs> he must have been very sensitive to those kinds of things
2: yeah that's definitely. really that's
1: really good advice we
0: actually just heard that advice last night on a I forget a paranormal show, some lady that gives advice and she was saying you need to own up and you need to, you know, let them know you're, you're the living being. You You gotta say it with your chest. Yeah, exactly. And so that's, (laughs) that's really cool um, advice that he gave you for sure. You should take it.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I still use that today. Um, I remember, well, this is short, short minute story. Um, you guys know Suicide Bridge, right? In Pasadena? Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I remember going there with, like, my mom, probably, like, last year. Like, we just sometimes, like, late at night, we'll be like, we we get donuts, or right, let's go, like, let's go for a drive and see what we run into. And I remember telling my mom about the bridge. And she, she likes, like, looking into, like, ghost stuff, too. So we went, and we walked on the bridge. And I brought my, can- my Canon – oh, yeah, I'll send it to you guys, by the way. My Canon camera. And I was just walking the walking the bridge with my mom and my sister and asking questions like, is anyone here? Does anyone feel like they need to make, you know, make contact or, you know, feeling like lonely? You can make contact with me. Um, I'm friendly. You can talk to me and stuff like that. And my mom and my sister are laughing like oh, nothing's going to happen. And then right there and then we hear this like this voice. I have to go back and listen to it because I never really like studied it. But we hear this loud as like loudest as day, um, <laughs> clear as day.
1: Loud as that weed.
2: Clear, <laughs> <laughs> clear, as day. Voice coming from the edge of the bridge, and my mom and my sister just ran all the way back. Oh I'm like, God. where are you guys going? Just stay. Just wait. Like, come back. You know, don't run. And I'm like, I'm here. You know, I'm making my presence. Are you, are you here? Make another. Make another noise. And I'm like nothing came after that but yeah I'll, I'll definitely upload that video and um send it to you guys this is pretty cool
1: <laughs> dang that's crazy can't wait to see that yeah i'm sorry you said you had a recording of it right
2: yeah a uh, video uh,
1: a video right
2: yeah video video and Sweet. it's not i guess i was kind of moving around but it, i'm kind of aiming at the edge of the bridge because i got startled too so it gets a little like sound footage horror movie-ish kind of feeling
1: (laughs) oh man um we would really appreciate it if you shared it with us and uh maybe we can let the listeners try to figure out if they can hear something Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. maybe see something so
2: yeah definitely i'll send you guys uh, and i'll upload it later on and did you did you by any chance get that picture i sent which one it was the uh, this one that I had, uh, I took a, like, I don't know. It was, like, me and my girlfriend in my room. And, yes, um,
0: yes, that weird yeah. black figure thing. You didn't yeah. show me. I didn't? No.
1: Uh-oh. I'm so bothered with you right now. <laughs> we're in this together. I'm <laughs> sorry. This, this is, is a show you. partnership.
0: I'll show you right now. Let me see if I can find it. Hold on. It was. Um...
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the short story is yeah. uh, me and my girlfriend was just in the room, we're, like, joking around and stuff. And I remember, I, if I remember, I think she was, like, like, kind of, like, tickling me or something. Or doing something that makes me laugh. And I was, like, laughing and bawling. And no, Zach, it wasn't anything dirty.
1: <laughs> we looked at each other, too. We were all thinking it. Well, we, we were, like, mm-hmm,
0: tickle. Yeah. <laughs> tickle, tickle. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry. But, um,
2: no, it's cool. But um, I remember it was, it was something funny. I remember laughing. And I had that cheap, like second generation or whatever iPod I had. And I accidentally opened the camera and I flicked a, a photo when I was moving to the left towards my door. And then not until she left, when I went through it, I found that photo and I to her, I'm like, what the hell is this? Like, I remember like taking this or doing anything. It's like, oh, maybe you took it when you, when you had it in your hand when I was, you know, we were joking around. And I'm like... <laughs>
0: yeah
3: Uh Yeah. oh Mm my god
0: (laughs) it all makes sense now (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) dude i'm showing liz the photo right now what do you think liz
1: it kind of looks it reminds me of like a like if somebody hit your wall with a spray can dude you know
0: what that looks like um what are they called i always forget the name the the sticks with the blade on the end that the grim reapers hold Yes, yes that's what it looks like kind of yeah I
2: can't see it yeah like i can't tell what the hell it is or what like on um, like literally on that wall it's just like you see i think you could kind of see the popcorn filling in that picture but nothing was hanging there and it was just a blank slate and it still like creeps me out like Next. to look at it sometimes
0: that's weird we'll Pretty definitely, random. we'll definitely post this one too totally forgot about that one
2: Ooh. it's weird too that wall that that picture's taken it was in the garage and at the time my uncle he was like homeless um, he would stay in the garage when we were living there, and he would always like say that he saw something or like something was in there or someone something was messing with him. But we never took him serious because he was a uh, sad, you know, sad but true. He was like a huge uh, drug addict, and so we never really took him serious about that. So, makes me wonder, you know, like was he telling the truth or like what was it, you know?
1: I actually feel like that um, drugs can open your your third eye. Sometimes it helps you see things. That you didn't yeah,
3: like, I,
2: I've i heard that, too. And then, like, I heard, like, you're more prone, like, to uh, see, like, demons and, like, stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I've, So I've, I've heard that, too. But what sucks is no one's going to believe you. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: so I've always, like, wondered, like, hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not trying to be skeptical, but, like, it just makes me wonder. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's nice. crazy. Forgot about this photo. Thank you for the reminder. But, you guys, that was... That was awesome. An hour and a half of some good shit. Thank you guys for joining us. That was some really good encounters. You guys gave us the chills for sure. We even had to light our Virgin Mary candle right here during the devil stuff because you know you never know. You, gotta, <laughs> yeah, be, you yeah. gotta be safe when it comes to this kind of shit because we're opening doors and we gotta let them know they're not allowed in. You, you peek but you're not allowed in. <laughs> yeah, this was a really yeah. fun uh, back and forth. Yeah. Thank you guys. Hopefully we can um, Zach hopefully we can get on a episode of pigs
3: yeah i'll uh, i'll talk to mario and let's uh, let's make it happen for sure but uh yeah. thank you thank you for having us this was, this was fun
2: yeah thank you this it was, was very fun you know i always i always like storytelling and i could talk someone's ear off so you know <laughs> thank you for listening
1: yeah for sure <laughs> there's gonna be a part two in the future
2: yeah definitely
0: yeah can't wait to hear about the Wiccan girlfriend zach
1: oh shit
0: <laughs> so we, just get ready <laughs> go ahead and, yeah there you go <laughs> we'll end it with that <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you guys. You guys
0: have a good night. Hopefully we uh see you guys soon.
2: Yeah, thank you. Have a good night and safe holiday.
0: Yes, you too. All right, take care.
2: All right. Bye. Bye.
0: bye.
1: We want to thank you for tuning in to our recent Scary Scary Encounter encounter with with Hazy Chaos. We hope you enjoyed it. If you are
0: not an artist or musician, but would like to share a scary encounter you've experienced, please contact us via email at hazy.chaos at yahoo.com for a chance to be featured on one of our close-to-home episodes.
1: If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.